Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Talk to Defeat ALS podcast. I'm your host, Tony Heil, with the ALS Association Greater Philadelphia Chapter. Um, If you listened to our podcast before, which you can find on iTunes or on our website or at alsphiladelphia.podbean.com, you will know that we've talked with many different people about a vast uh, array of experiences and perspectives when it comes to ALS. We've spoken with people who are living with a disease, people who are caregivers, uh, people who are uh, staff, board members, um, walk teams for the Walk to Defeat ALS, and of course, our terrific care services staff who are at the front lines of patient care every day. Today, I'm recording this during Nurses Week 2019, and our chapter is proud and uh, really privileged to have some amazing nurses who are providing quality care to people with ALS throughout our territory. You can learn all about our care services staff at www.alsphiladelphia.org, or if you're listening from outside our chapter area, find a chapter near you at www.alsa.org. And today I'm talking with a nurse who has never spoken on the podcast before, but who has spoken with many different people with ALS to offer them kindness and support through their ordeal, and that is my friend Erica Smith. So Erica, thank you for joining the podcast today. Thank you for having me, Tony. Um, I start off, and like I said on the intro there, I'm very excited to have these amazing nurses be on the staff so and be there for our families. Um, and you are here to be a nurse for a specific group of people with ALS, correct? Correct. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Who, who Where are you, and um, what does being a nurse mean to you for the ALS Association? So I live in Drums, Pennsylvania, which is near the Pocono area, and I cover the north-central region of the state of Pennsylvania for the ALS Greater Philadelphia chapter. So Mary Beth Tomzak and I, who was recently on the podcast, she's a social worker and I'm the nurse, and we cover a total of 19 counties. So we're basically up to New York, into New Jersey, up the line, as far west as State College and down to the Allentown area. So we cover a huge area. We have about 120 patients presently, give or take, uh, that are active with our chapter right now. I became a nurse, uh, it's 14 years ago, actually, in May, and I've been with the chapter for three years in September. So it's been a great three years. It's probably definitely been the best couple years of a career that I've chosen. This is like the best job I've had ever entering nursing. I just, I absolutely love it. So that, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. I'm sure that our families are glad to hear that the nurses care about and love what they do. Um, what made you decide to be a nurse in the first place? Just Obviously, it wasn't just something to do, right? Right. Well, actually, I had my first degree was in psychology, and I graduated, and I ended up going to grad school at the University of Pittsburgh for a little bit, and I was going for child psychology to focus on just like school psychology and education and stuff like that. And then my mom had actually gotten sick and I had to pretty much just put everything on hold to come back home and and help with her. And she basically was in the hospital in and out and I had, um, seeing the nurses and just watching what they were doing. And I thought, you know, this is a career that really gives back to people and 
and and you really feel appreciated because I was kind of like in that space where I was unsure of what I was doing was really the career path that I wanted and you're only like 22 years old and you don't know what you want to do so at that point I thought you know what I really want to do something that matters and and something that has a lot of stability for the future and I knew there was a, a high demand at the time so I looked into going back to nursing and I went back at the school I had gotten my first undergrad degree and the rest is history. Well it's great and I'm you went for originally for child doing things for kids, right? Right, right. Uh, so ALS is a very different um, population than what you first started out wanting to do, I assume. Yeah, I tried different, a lot of different hands with nursing. So I've done um, basic med surge stuff where you, you know you cover all all medical diagnoses, and I did uh, psych nursing, which was super exciting, and I I did. I, I do love that as well, um, but I kind of landed into the ALS Association by pure luck. It was just at the time I was doing home health, and I was just not super happy with what I was doing, and I just wanted to do something new and challenging, and I had found this job posting for the ALS Association, and I thought, hey, I'll apply, and I ended up interviewing with Sue Walsh, and right from the get-go, I just loved the whole mission of what we do, and it was just, it was just a perfect fit for me. Well, I think so far our families up in Northeast PA hopefully are feeling it's a perfect fit working with you. Um, yes, we we have we have some great relationships with our patients, and I mean, you know, we try and stay in touch as much as possible. We're here for them for any question and and any challenge is is no you know no challenge is too big for anything we have up here but we uh we have great relationships with our patients and we really enjoy what we do so for people who don't know um who are listening or people who do um when our people with als come to our clinics <clears throat> our treatment centers or if they come to the chapter in general they may talk to many different kinds of care professionals. There's social workers, nurses, obviously neurologists, there's assistive technology with Elisa Brownlee, um, there, is, there is also help from uh, speech pathologists and social and um, you know people who are helping with uh, physical therapy and occupational therapy, nutritionists. What, what does being a nurse mean in the fight against ALS for different for all the families you teach you support? Well basically I think being a nurse, you play a lot of different roles. So you're you're there for you know not only guidance as far as medical issues, but you're also just a resource for them as far as what kind of options are available to them. And so you kind of play a lot of different roles. It's not only just medical. It's 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 just overall well being and and just mental health and the whole the whole nine yards. And when you first started here, was that something you were prepared for? Is it something that you have to really evolve to be able to take on all of these challenges and uh, to tackle ALS from so many different um, angles? It was definitely a learning experience till I felt comfortable doing what I was what I'm doing and, and being able to give people trustworthy advice and making sure I'm giving the right information. So it did it take it took a little bit to just get used to the whole issue of ALS and, and just what it actually pertains to. I mean, back in school, you don't learn very much about ed education re related to ALS, and you kind of have an idea of what it is. But 
the the biggest challenge is awareness with ALS and just making sure that people know what it is and and know how to help and and just you know be there to help support these patients that are affected and their families. Now, I am recording this podcast in uh, Montgomery County, right outside of Philadelphia. So I'm in a more urban slash suburban area. It's a very populated area around here, well-educated. Um, mm-hmm. And not that your area is not well-educated. I not want to say anything bad. But, um, no, no, I understand. Your area, Northeast PA, is like many other parts of the country, too, where it's not connected to major cities, maybe. People live an hour or so away from a hub, like a Scranton even, like... So most of the people you see might not be in the city. Um, do Is there a lot of education that needs to happen? Are people not aware of, of ALS in the same way that they might in other areas? Does that, does that pose a challenge for someone like you in your area as opposed to someone who is a nurse in Philadelphia or even at Hershey where it's a big hub? I do. I think that being in a bigger city, you know, you are definitely more – aware I think of of more things because I think you see a bigger vast of diseases and diagnoses but up in this area I just think that it is so small and it's it's more tight-knit so it's like everybody kind of knows everybody and and there's a lot of connections that way and I just I mean education no matter I think where you are is is always People always need to learn more, and so we do run into people up here that don't don't know much about ALS. And but I feel like that's kind of a common thing everywhere. There, no matter what, there's always something more you can learn. And on the flip side, I often hear that that can be a challenge in the urban areas where some people know too much, so they hear that there's an ALS diagnosis, and suddenly, you know, they've read up on the internet on everything they have. Um, they have all these questions and they already have a viewpoint so they don't come in as a blank slate like they might for someone else and that may be hard to change. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. So what does it mean to you personally to be a nurse? Is it something that you're um, excited about and happy? Is it, it's, it's rewarding then? Oh, it's definitely rewarding. It's, it's definitely the best thing I've ever done and I'm so glad that I made this choice. What are, for you, what are the biggest challenges for being a nurse and for being a nurse for the ALS population? Um, the biggest challenges, again, goes back to probably just education and awareness and just making sure that there's as much help out there as possible and just making sure that everyone knows, you know, what they can do to help and, and, and make a difference in this area of nursing and healthcare overall. And I spoke with Mary Beth Tomzik, like you said, you guys work as a team, I assume, right, in that area? We do. We, we, I mean, we try to, we, you know, we're both actively involved in every patient that we cover, but we kind of throw different ideas off of each other, which is great because we're being a social worker, you know, we throw the social aspects that way. And if there's any medical questions, then of course she throws that my way. And, but we're, we're a great team and we're definitely we work great together. That's good. It's, I imagine it's very hard to be a nurse in general with a lot of challenges. It will be very hard to be a nurse without any help. Exactly, yes. You definitely need help. <laughs> that's that's the best thing about nursing. I think it, 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 I've always just felt like, you know, it's a, it's, everything's a teamwork approach. 
and once you do it that way, it definitely makes everything fall into place. Now, if I was someone who was doing facing a new diagnosis of ALS, whether for myself or for a loved one, and I came to see you in one of our settings, you were the nurse speaking at the clinic that day, um, what kinds of things would I go to you for as opposed to going to someone else? Or would I go to you with everything? Or are there things that I would be able to say, I'm so glad that Erica Smith, this great nurse, is on, on board to help me with X, Y, or Z? Well, I think each clinic setting is different. So we're at Geisinger Wilkesbury and Geisinger Bloomsburg. And even though they're both Geisinger clinics, they both do have a different sense of things pertaining to each clinic. So in the Geisinger Bloomsburg clinic, I have I do more of like a nursing assessment and and I basically work with the doctor and the nurse practitioner and I basically assess what's going on and kind of just give them the heads up as to what current issues are going on and then Mary Beth comes in separately and then she actually does the social assessment as far as if they need any help in the home or if they have um some issues with accessibility programs and stuff like that that they need to talk about sterilifts and they want to work toward the waiver process. I actually manage the loaner program for the whole North Central region also. So that's a program where we have equipment or any type of durable medical equipment that can help the patient manage in the home. So that's that's a huge challenge that I cover too. So that takes um, a lot of effort and and sometimes it can be difficult just to get things for patients in a timely manner. So based on the the way the the mileage is up here, like you could, you know, I could have a patient that needs something, but they I cover this county that's up near the New York line. So sometimes it's just a little challenging getting things to patients that are super far away versus like if I was in the city, it makes it so much easier because everything is in a 30-mile radius. So that's a huge challenge up here. It's a huge challenge, but kind of shows how necessary it is to have someone like you in that area, because without you and Mary Beth, where would they get the support they need? Exactly. And we do run into that a lot where we have patients that never were even referred to the ALS Association, and they don't have any idea that there's loaner equipment out there, that there's in-home programs, that there's accessibility programs to help with stair glides and, and ramping and all that stuff. So it's crazy to think that people wouldn't want to pass along that information. And, and sometimes we meet with patients and they were diagnosed, you know, a year or two ago and they're like, we never even knew that all these resources were available. So in that instance, it really, it makes you feel good that you're, you know, you're truly helping these people. Yeah. It's really exciting to me as someone who works on the other end here, seeing that people are getting the help that they need that they would not get anywhere else. Um, uh-huh. But you're right, the education is often a challenge because no one thinks about ALS till they have it, I assume. Exactly. It's just, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's the same thing. Like I always say, I don't know what I would do if, if I had to make these choices that the patients do. And you really don't know until you do experience it and you're in that situation. So these are a lot of things you have to do, and you also have 14 counties, like you said. Some of them have 20 people with ALS, maybe. Some of them have two, and right. spread out. 
Um, and dealing with different counties is a big challenge too, right? Because they they have different rules or different people to talk to for um, exactly, programs. Yeah. Mary Beth runs into that a lot um, with the social services aspect because a lot of the programs for waiver and, um, you know, just any kind of in-home care, anything like that with medical assistance and all that, it, it is the rules just vary from, from county to county. So it does make things tricky. And I assume even as a nurse, you have to, you know, be up to date all the time on the, the rules changes, the insurance changes. You have a lot right. that you just need to study and, you know, be clear on because the healthcare system is constantly changing. Exactly. I mean, it could be difficult even sometimes if I have a patient that lives in one county and they need home health and you can't even find sometimes it's challenging just to find a home health that'll go out to certain counties. And so it's it's always every day is a new challenge. Well, I'm glad you're doing those challenges <clears throat> and you say that it's rewarding. Um, so why would you want more people to go into nursing in general? Do we need more nurses? We definitely need new n- more nurses. Um, they say that the, you know, the demands are just getting higher and higher, and a lot of pe- people don't want to work in direct health care in nursing. And some people think that that's all there is, that if you become a nurse, you have to work in a hospital, and that's not necessarily true. So we, you know, it's, it's, it's a great awareness that for people to know that there are so many different hats you can wear as a nurse. I don't think I've ever seen you wear a hat. What's that? I don't know if I've ever seen you wear a hat. Oh, I love to wear hats, especially on bad hair days. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know you had bad hair days. I'll have to wait. I'll have to look for this. I'll put up a picture of you with a hat. Okay, I have one. I'm sure you have plenty, like you said. There's a lot of hats yeah. to wear. So, um, you also, you want more people to become nurses. We need nurses because it's a very um, diverse career, like you said. You could do home health. You can do it in a hospital. You can do for something like this. Um, but you don't just do care. You, you also participate in a lot of events. So, um, can you tell us a little bit about the, the non care things you do that can be rewarding? Like, uh, the walk to defeat ALS. Right. We just had our walk to defeat ALS in Berwick, which is a town that's about 45 minutes away from the Wilkes-Barre Scranton area. It's a small rural community, but we just had our walk there last Saturday. So that was the 27th of April. We had not the greatest weather, but we had a great turnout, which was exciting. And, you know, we're still accepting donations up until the end of the year for our walk and we had a lot of support throughout the local community and people came from, you know, an hour or two away and, and there's just a lot of support in that community. So it's, it was a great event. And can you give our listeners, because you might be surprised by this, but most people who are listening probably have never been to Berwick. Correct. I'm sure they have not. <laughs> so uh, for people who are listening, what makes the Berwick Walk special? I know what it, I know what makes it special, but let people know what makes Berwick such a special area for ALS. Well, I think it, it's a huge it's a huge community that is just super tight knit, and um, we work with George Curry's son, which is Cause Curry, and he's a great resource, and he 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 knows everyone, and he's able to just bring people together and I mean it's not even just for you know curry that but it does bring a huge community and following for Berwick 
And George Curry was one of the most winningest football coaches, high school football coaches ever, right? Correct. And he passed away from ALS like three or four years ago at this point? Yes, I believe so. I believe it was three to four. I think it was four. It really doesn't feel like that long ago. And I'm sure for them it's left a big hole in that community. And hopefully you as a nurse and Mary Beth as a social worker can help to make that hole a little, you know, fill it up a little bit more with care. Definitely, that's what we aim to do. All right, so you aim to bring care. Let's just finish this uh, discussion with another uh, thing that you could do. If people need help and they live in your area or anywhere else, what should they do? So they can always just log on to our website at www.alsphiladelphia.org, and under the Care Services tab, you can locate basically by the region which you live in. You can find support staff. And um, I'm listed on there, and Mary Beth as well, and we have our contact numbers and our emails. Anyone can call us at any time, leave a message if we don't answer, or email us. We love email, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Um, If that doesn't, you know, if they wanted to just call the general number for the ALS chapter office, then they will still definitely get led our way and we will get them set up and registered with us and begin as much services as we can offer them. Well, wonderful. I know that every one of our care services staff, whether they're a nurse like you or if they are a social worker like Mary Beth or they have another role with us, um, it's not a competition. So if someone emails and they email you and they say, oh, I live in Chester County and I need help. I heard you on this podcast. You obviously will say, well, great. Here's who you can talk to. And you'll make sure that happens. Exactly. Yeah, we all work together as a team. And we, you know, we all just try to help each other as much as possible and make make every day great. Well, thanks for making so many of our families' days a little bit greater. I know ALS is a challenge, but I appreciate what you and all of our nurses do um, to support Um, all families of ALS, Erica. Thank you so much for having me, and it was great talking with you. Great, and if you're listening to the podcast, again, subscribe on iTunes or on Podbean. Visit our website, www.alsphiladelphia.org, and follow us on all social media channels, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and LinkedIn, all at ALS Philadelphia. Every bit of awareness helps. Thank you so much, Erica. Thanks, Tony. Have a great day.